Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You don't have to wait until November 3rd to cast your ballot. Be an October voter. In most states, you can vote early in October. Request your mail ballot, return your completed ballot in the mail or in person, or vote early at an early voting location. There's no time to waste. Treat every day like Election Day to make sure all voices are heard. Make a plan to vote. Be an October voter. Visit anistillvote.org to join the fight for voting rights today. Paid for by the Leadership Conference Education Fund. What's up, everybody? This is Ed Lover. This is Come On, Son, the podcast. Y'all know how I do it every week. Overseen by, of course, the one and only great. The one and only great. Y'all know my man, Jack, man. Y'all know what the combat Jack did for this podcasting game. That's why I give him props every single chance I get. Listen, y'all, this is probably, like, the weirdest podcast I've ever done because I'm actually in the airport in LAX getting ready to come back. Um, I was in Ontario. I landed here in L.A., and then I left from L.A. and went up to Ontario in an Uber, no less. Thank God I wasn't paying for that because that's like an hour and some change away. And I'm doing the Lexus Zero to 60 Challenge. So that podcast is coming soon. Y'all going to get a, get a big-ass kick out of it, but I don't want to spoil it for you. So that podcast will be coming out probably January or February of next year. So that's how far ahead am I in my super producer, Krista, who puts this whole thing together for me, is like, Ed, I need podcasts, I need podcasts, and I'm working, you know, in L.A. on that joint. So I'm sitting in the airport waiting for my flight to leave to go back to Atlanta, and I'm podcasting from the airport. And uh, I just, you know what I thought, y'all, and this is, this is kind of crazy. I thought you could get into the Delta Sky Miles based on how many points you had. I got a lot of Delta Sky Mile points, but they wouldn't let me in. Because I ain't have no American Express card. No, I do not have a black American Express card. Uh, I had a platinum American Express card, but I closed that out because I found myself spending too goddamn money. Too much money. When you, when you got an American Express card, you got to pay that shit back at the end of the month. And I was wilding on my American Express card because it's an American Express card. And I had a platinum one, so I was like, let me close this shit out. So I don't have any kind of American Express card at all, but I got... Like Delta Sky Miles like crazy. Nope, not good enough to get into the Sky Club. So I guess I learned my lesson on that. So I was going to start the broadcast from here, you know, inside the Sky Miles Club, where it's much quieter than out here. But 
this is going to have to do. So if you hear any feedback or anybody calling it, you know, and all of that other shit, it's because uh, I'm in the airport. So all that background noise is actually me sitting in the airport uh, trying to do this podcast, which is a, it's a little bit crazy, man. I haven't been to L.A. Uh, on the West Coast since um, I think the last time I was here. I was doing fresh off the boat. I believe that's the last time I was here because I know I went to Anthony Hamilton's birthday party one night when I was out here. And I'm not sure if that was, that wasn't last year. It had to be like two years ago, maybe even three years ago. Man, I'd be confused sometimes, but it's it's been a long time since I actually been in L.A. Even though I used to live in L.A. and had a good experience in L.A. as far as what I was doing when I was living in L.A., but I, it, I'm, I was having been out here and the time before that um it was when i did the thing for revolt tv with kim porter god rest her soul man that shit is crazy man kim porter's gone and i just want to say rest in peace to my man um ozzy gibson he just passed away long time friend of ours i met ozzy through dre dre and t money kind of grew up with him so i met ozzy through through dre and T-Money, and he was always around us during all of the years that we were doing your own TV Rats. But, you know, you grow up and you do, you start having your own family and, you know, then radio started happening. And then, you know, me and Dre worked together for a long time, or Dre and I, I should say, worked together for a long time on radio. Then I ended up being on the radio by myself. And then I was at Power 105 without Dre for a while. Then left Power 105 and went to Sirius XM, left Sirius XM came down to Atlanta for my two-year short-lived syndication on the boom format with Moni Love. Then I was out of work for about three months and then uh, got into being in Chicago where I broadcast the Ed Love Morning Show on 104.3 Jams, which is another throwback station. So it's just, you know, kind of weird going through life and making all these moves and all of these stops. Everybody is not going to be able to go along for the ride and I'm um, quite sure Ozzy did a lot of things in his life as far as family and stuff that um, I wasn't privy to but we still remain very cordial throughout the years and it really really bothered me to hear that Ozzy had passed away man when it was one thing I could say about Ozzy is Ozzy's is a stand-up dude 100% stand-up guy always has been all the way to the to the end of his life man and we have to really, really make sure that we tell the people that we love that we love them. And I know y'all heard me probably say this a million times if you listen to this podcast. Tell the people that you love, tell the people you love that you really love them because life is fucking short, y'all. Like, that's, I know it sounds corny, but it is the truth. Life is, goes by in the blink of an eye, man. Every second, every millisecond, every minute. Every half an hour and every hour you get older. There's nothing you can do about it. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating their birthdays. Like, I got friends that are just turned 50, about to turn 40. You know, my brother just turned 60-something. Like, it goes by in a whirlwind. And people are going, you know, they have to pass. People pass on. Big shout-out to my, my boy DJ Nugget out there in, in, in New Jersey. From Newark and the Oranges. His sister Nikki passed away. Me and Nikki used to laugh every Monday night bowling. She passed away. She had been sick with cancer for a while. Eddie Van Halen just died. 
65 years old, part of Van Halen. Now, the whole group is named after him. It was his group. World-famous Eddie Van Halen that rocked on Michael Jackson's Beat It on the guitar solo. I remember my band back when I was in Oasis 2 days, we used to play Jump by Van Halen. Grew up on Van Halen's music, man. Now, Eddie Van Halen is gone, so please embrace those people around you. Please let, let them know, man. Please just embrace them and let them know how much you care about them. You never know, especially in this pandemic, man. My boy is in the hospital right now fighting COVID-19. President Trump, the king of this is not a real pandemic. The man who said, it'll just go away. It's going to go away. And his wife had COVID-19. Now, I think I have made myself abundantly clear that I do not want Trump as my president, but I still don't wish death on him. That's wrong. As a Christian man, that would be absolutely 100% wrong. It's just like every time you turn around, we're talking about more death than we're talking about life. Like I tell you, my boy DJ Nugget's sister Nikki passed away. Now turn around, he sent me an invitation to his baby shower. He's going to have a baby. So life comes and life goes away. And I bet he's thinking, damn, this is my first child and my sister will never get to hold my firstborn child. You know? That's crazy. Did y'all watch the presidential debate at all? I was surprised because I was watching CNN after that. And I know they don't really curse on CNN a lot. But to hear one of the commentators on CNN say that was a total shit show, <laughs> I think it was Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper said that was a dumpster fire. And then one of the other commentators said it was a shit show. And it absolutely, oh, my God, that was, a, that was horrible. Horrible. Let me tell you something else that I saw today that I thought was horrible, too. But I didn't. It wasn't like I was shocked by it. Somebody sent me a video. And in the video, in the video, uh, somebody was talking to Bob Johnson, who used to own BET and sold BET uh, to Viacom. Bob Johnson said, I would rather deal with the devil I know talking about the presidency then deal with a new devil and he was talking about himself as far as being a businessman is concerned that I would rather go ahead and deal with what I know meaning Trump but he wouldn't say that he endorsed Trump I would, from a business perspective dealing with the devil that I know than dealing with a new devil that's going to come in change regulations change, this, change all of that he rather deal pretty much saying he rather deal with Trump than because he don't know what Biden's going to bring to the table as far as business concerned, and that's all good for him being the businessman because coming from my perspective as a black man, I don't own a a business like Bob Johnson does. I have to worry about my people being shot down in the street. I have to worry about my people not having jobs. I have to worry about the divisiveness in this country that President Trump is perpetuating. That's what I got to worry about. I just can't go on it like from as a businessman or from a business perspective. That doesn't work for me. That might work for him, for Bob Johnson, but that doesn't work for me. And I would think that Bob Johnson would put himself in there as a black American before he would put himself in there as a businessman. Because at any point, 
any given point, Bob Johnson can be pulled over just like the rest of us and shot down by the police. And, and if you think for one minute, because you got money, because you sold your company, BET, to Viacom, and you caught a quick billy, if you really think that that shit is going to help make a difference when it comes to putting the cops on trial for the murder of you, Bob Johnson, you, got, you are sadly mistaken, my brother. You are sadly mistaken. Like, that's some shit like that I wouldn't even say. Even if, even if I had a billion-dollar corporation, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said that, man. Because I just feel like I got to worry about my people before I worry about anything else. And this shit is going to come back to haunt you because I'm quite sure Bob Johnson has children. And I'm quite sure his children have children. And he got nieces and nephews and grandchildren, grandsons or granddaughters or whatever. And you're... What you are as a businessman is not going to affect them out in these streets. It's not going to affect them. It might affect you. You try to keep your shit afloat, but you ain't worrying about nobody else. That's what I took from it. That's what I took from oh, it. Without directly saying it. Oh, I'm voting for Trump because I know what Trump going to do business-wise. I don't know what Biden's going to do. So I'd rather fuck with the devil I got in front of me than fuck with a new devil. Man, sometimes better to fuck with a new devil. It sometimes it's a hundred percent better to fuck with a new devil. This dude was doing press conferences, rallies, all type of shit with no mask on. He wondered why he got COVID. He was in the hospital for three days. And there's a lot of people out there talking about Trump didn't have COVID. Trump did listen, he's in Walter Reed Hospital. He's in the at risk age group. You know they got different shit that they're going to get to the President of the United States than they're going to give to us. So all of y'all that thought he's going to get really, really sick and possibly that, that wasn't going to happen. Not in, not in 2020. Oh, he's doing that to get sympathy from his constituency. Trump don't give a fuck about that. He's a narcissist. He don't care. And let me, let me make something abundantly and perfectly clear here. We don't really fuck with Biden either. But he better than Trump. If there's only two women that were left on this earth to all the fellas or women, there's only two men that were left on this earth and you had to deal with one of them and one of them was a little fucked up, but the other one was really fucked up. Which one would you deal with? I'm going to deal with the one that's just a little off. We know we know what Biden did with the crime bill and all that. We know how many of us got locked up because of his Three strikes and out and crime bill and all of that. But we weren't getting shot down in the streets by the police like we are now. There wasn't all of this crap, this divisiveness going on in the streets like there is now. You got to pick the lesser of two evils. And if you think about it, we've always had to when it comes to the presidency. But my thing is, let's pay attention on all the other elections too. Pay attention on who's your governor. Pay attention on who's your assemblyman. Pay attention on who's your congressman. Pay attention on who's your senator. Those are the lawmakers, and those are the ones that we got to make sure that we know who they are. In, in Georgia, is David Perdue versus John Ossoff. I'm voting for Ossoff. I don't care what kind of, oh, he's going to defund the police and all this. David Perdue was with Trump the whole way of this is a hoax and this is going to pass and all of that. Yet. Yet, he made like $14 million off the pandemic by selling his stock in one company and buying stock in a company that makes face masks and gloves, hand sanitizers, DuPont, all of that. But it's a hoax. So if it's a hoax, why would you invest your money 
And those companies also invested his money in big pharmaceutical companies that were looking for the vaccine. But you told everybody that it was a hoax. So why would you invest your money? Why would I invest my money in that? If I'm telling you that the pandemic is a hoax, then I'm going to go invest my money in the people that make masks and gloves and stuff in DuPont. I'm going to invest my money in a big pharmaceutical company that's looking for the vaccine. Hell no. Because I would say it's a hoax. I don't, I don't need to get down with none of that. But he did it. He did it. Everything is a scare tactic, man. Y'all better, listen, y'all better pay attention to what's really, really hood. And pay attention to what's really, really going on. David Perdue stands with Trump 100%. So anybody from Georgia that's listening to this joint, don't please don't vote David Perdue. Please, unless you, you know, unless that's how you get down, then, then vote with your heart. I don't tell nobody who to vote for and who not to vote for. But I know who I'm voting for and who I am not voting for. And that person that I am not voting for, especially for the Senate, that's Purdue. Plus, I don't know if he's down with the chicken family. I, don't, I ain't checking for dude like that. Really not checking for dude like that. On another note, did y'all see this Netflix joint called The Social Dilemma? Oh, man, you got to watch that, yo. Watch that joint. That joint is popping. Now, I know y'all watching The Book of Ghosts, right? Yeah, okay. Ghost 250, you did your thing with that. But watch this social dilemma. Watch this. It, it really tells you how social media works and how y'all are addicted to it. Have you ever noticed something, y'all? Because, listen, I had to just... I'm doing a podcast, right? I told you all for the Lexus Zero to 60 channels. But it was also part of it was me posting things and then wanting the analytics from when I post on social media, which is included um, my Twitter account, my, uh, my Instagram account, and my Facebook account, where I do extremely well in views on, on my Facebook account. And it's just amazing, like, how all of this stuff is running this world right now. You ever notice that if you go on any one of anything, your internet or whatever, and you say, you know, oh man, the uh, virtual Ablos just came out, I ain't get them, right? So you might just go on and type in virtual Ablo Jordans. The next thing you know, when you get on your Instagram or your Facebook, those ads are going to pop up. You can be talking about it. You don't even have to, you don't even have to look it up. You can be talking about it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to pop up on your social media. So what does that tell you? That if you did not look it up, just talk about it. Have a conversation about it with somebody else, a car, a TV, or something. That tells you that they're listening, and they're storing all of your information. Did you hear what I said? They're listening, and they're storing all of your information in order to send you things to influence you. You could be talking about, yo, I'm not, and they're selling it. You could be talking about you anti-Biden, and I'm guaranteeing you, you're going to get all this pro-Trump stuff that's going to come to you via Facebook, via Instagram, via TikTok, via whatever. I'm telling you, that's, that's, just watch the social dilemma. It was designed that way too. Watch the social dilemma on uh, Netflix. We can't we can't chill without a gadget. 
and you're influenced by everybody else that's sitting around you. You can't, you don't chill. I'm in the airport right now. Okay, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven people sitting around me, and every one of them is either on the phone. There's one dude out here with a, with his tablet out. Everybody else is on the phone. Everybody. Nobody's living in the moment of, of, of soaking in what's going on in this airport. Everybody got their head down and they're on the phone. So, except me. And that's because I'm podcasting, right? So, what that tells me is your head ain't on a swivel. So, I'm a black dude in America. My head is always on a swivel. So, somebody run up in here and, and start bucking. Guess who's going to be the only one that get away? Me, because I ain't on my damn phone. You get bored and you automatically feel like you got to be on your phone. That's a sickness. They got you. you you're, not, you're not missing a damn thing. They're not, I'm telling you, they're not like, you get, all right, you're on a plane. You might be a little bored on a plane, right? So you see what movies they got on a plane. When I was flying here to Cali, it's a four and a half hour flight. I'm flying here to Cali. I'm in first class. Not bragging, but I'm telling you where I was at. They had big ass TV on the back on my chair. So I watched a couple of joints on there. I fell asleep for like a half an hour. I don't sleep well on a plane. I watched some 30 for 30s. I watched the uh, football game because the Packers was playing the Falcons and Falcons lost again. So I'm watching that joint. And then after that, I start watching the 30 for 30s. You know, I'm trying to count my time before we go on land. And speaking of football, D'Angelo Williams, former running back in the NFL, was part of the Lexus uh, Zero to 60 Challenge. Great dude, man. I am absolutely happy that I met him. Wait till you see the Lexus Zero to 60 Challenge. Funny as hell. Very outspoken. Joy to be around. Okay, now back to the story. I'm on the plane. I'm watching that. And there's people like, like on the plane that going to pay for the Wi-Fi just so they can feel like they stand connected. But what are you really connected to? Out there on the track during the Lexus Zero to 60 Challenge, they had some young ladies out there who are supposed to be influencers. I don't know. I went to their pages. I don't know who the hell they influenced But they hold, their whole time was on that damn phone all the time. You'll see people at dinner. I try not to do that. When I'm out with somebody, I'm trying to be invested in what you're talking about or invested in the moment, invested in what we have to do or what we're doing together. Spending some time with you, talking to you. Like, phone is not that important, but that social media, man, and that social dilemma, nobody wants to feel basic. It's funny because I heard somebody say that um, earlier today, that nobody wants to feel basic. They really don't. So you feel like you, if you don't post or if you don't see what's going on or you don't have a post that you can share with somebody else that you think is funny, that, that means you're you basic. But man, I, I have social media like this because, honestly, it's a way for me to stay in contact with my fan base. And I, I like the podcast because I always got a lot to say and I like to get it off my chest. 
So this is the reason why I stay on social media. When I just, I don't, I'm not really crazy about social media like that. But that social dilemma on Netflix is definitely something for y'all to watch. Got to check it out. It's a, it, it'll tell you a lot about you. Did you ever notice now your cell phone is telling you how much time you spend on your phone? Like, I, think, I, think, I think I got like three hours or some change. Anybody, look, anybody that got eight, nine hours on their cell phone a day, you got something wrong with you. I'm saying that. I'm telling you right now. If you look at your cell phone and your cell phone say you eight and nine hours every day on your phone, you're not living in the presence. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Like mentally, you off a little bit because you LOLing right now. You're not laughing out loud. You're living off likes, boo. You're living off likes of somebody that don't even know you. You arguing with people. Oh, you always on my page, but you don't never hit the like button. I saw the picture. I don't have to like the fuck your picture. Like, for real. Like, you ain't like this. You ain't like that. Whatever. Then you get caught into the mix of people always want you. Especially, I don't know if it happens to y'all, but it happens to me all the time. Somebody will have me in their story. Send me a DM and then be like, add to your story. I'm like, no. First of all, I just met you. I don't even know you. I was talking to Tigger, right? Because Tigger's doing Alexis. He's the host of the Alexis Zero to 60 Challenge. So Tigger and I was talking. We was comparing war stories over lunch. And he even said he hates when that happens. You see somebody in the club. They got their phone out or whatever gathering. It could be a cigar lounge for me because, you know, I'm a cigar smoker. And they'll capture me, and I don't want to be mean. They capture me in their stories. Hey, say what's up. I say what's up. The next thing I know is hanging out with at Ed Lover. Then they send it to me in the DM for me to add to my story. Hell no. That's why I turned my page into a fucking business page. No, I'm not adding your shit to my story. Because then it looks like me and you are cool, and you're just trying to get more followers. But I really don't know you hanging out with my man at at Ed Lover. You wasn't hanging out with me. And females do the same thing. Hanging out with the legendary Ed Lover. We were not hanging out together. We were in the same space, but we weren't together. I was being nice by waving to your camera, but you're trying to make it seem like you were hanging out with me, and that is the furthest thing from the truth. We were not hanging out together. Not at all. And add to your story. I hate when people want me to add their shit to my story. Why you want to have it on my story? I don't, I don't even like when people post shit I ain't asking to post on my Facebook page. That's a sure way for me to block your ass. And a sure way for me to mute you. You got something that you're doing and you want to invite me to it, but you want to put your invitation and flyer or whatever up on my page. Fuck out of here. Come on, son. The fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. And speaking of, come on, son. I don't even know why the NBA's this fucking NBA finals is a little whack to me, y'all. Come on, son. I'm sorry, man. I'm putting an asterisk on this shit, man. I'm not, a lot of shit I ain't feeling about it, man. Like, and people arguing about LeBron being the best player in the world right now. Yeah, what's an asterisk on on them championships, man? When you gotta go and recruit somebody else to play for you, not have a trade happen, you're literally going to get that person. 
right? If I'm the if I think I'm the greatest rapper in the world, I'm gonna work with who the fuck I wanna work with. Like I'm gonna say, okay, you know what? I grew up on Eddie Lavertnum, right? I don't give a fuck how old you are. The OJs is a shit. So I got this song and it's dope and I want Eddie Lavert to to uh sing on my song. Not because I think Eddie Levert can make my song a hit. Not because I'm dick riding Eddie Levert, because Eddie Levert ain't sold no records from the OJs in years. But I enjoy his voice, so I'm going to put Eddie Levert on a record with me out of respect because I always want to work with Eddie Levert. These new niggas know they can't hold their own, so they're going to get somebody else to put on their team to get them over the hump. I thought you was the man. When I grew up playing sports, I wanted to bust the other motherfucker ass. I ain't want the nigga on my squad. If I'm from 29th Street and the nigga from 210th Street and 210th Street busts our ass, we're going to keep playing until we bust 210th Street ass with what we got. We might go get somebody else from 215th Street, but we're not going to go get a nigga from 210th Street and say, come on and play with us. Oh, this fucking pussification of men in America is killing me, man. Barkley got his ass waxed even when he went to the finals. He didn't go join Jordan and them. Fucking Jordan probably wouldn't even have wanted him. Like, fuck out of here, Charles. Olajuwon and them bust Patrick Ewing and them ass. You didn't see anybody from the Knicks begging to be on on the Houston Rockets the next year. Nor anybody from the Houston Rockets going, you know what, I'm tired of this shit. I'm going to the Knicks. That shit KD pulled. Come on, when he was in Oklahoma City and then the next thing you know, he was on up there in the in the Bay Area, man, with Steph Curry and them. You know, an asterisk by your two championships, man. You're supposed to keep playing and keep making moves and keep making trades until you can bust their ass. Steph Curry ain't, I ain't come to you. You were looking to play with Golden State. Come on, man. That's your puss, man. I, I, I respect the fact that y'all can move around the way you want to move around and get max contracts. Get your money, bro. But don't don't try to team up with your rival in, in order to win championships. Don't do that. That's bitch. Don't do that. Don't do that. So if you if you a crip and you got problems with the blood, and this nigga from the bloods bust his fucking gun, he done shot three of your man's dead over the years. You gonna go get him? And try to make him a crip? It's war. No. You're not stopping until he's D-E-A-D dead. That's what I, that's what I, uh, to, to me, that's the equivalent. No, I'm going to, I'm on Oklahoma. We only a few, maybe a player to away, bench player, until we're going to get these dudes. You went and got on the team. Okay, I'm in L.A. I'm rocking in L.A. I went to L.A., I'm going to not try to trade for for AD, right? I'm not trying to trade for him. I'm going to go recruit him and enforce my team to get rid of other players who I don't deem is good enough for us to get over the champion. Not let the not let the not let my squad do it. I'm going to do it. Come on, bro. No. Not just going to say, "Hey man, why don't y'all make a couple of trades?" Man, maybe we can offer them this doing and, and, and 
you know, Ball and, and whoever else, and let's see if we can get Anthony Davis over here. No, without, I mean, orchestrating it behind the scenes is one thing. But my nigga, you went and talked to this dude, like, personally, like, I know we can win together. I need you. That's neat. You ain't the man, bro. You're not the man, bro. Jordan took them lumps from the Boston Celtics. Jordan took them lumps from, from, and I hate to be old school with this, but I am. Fuck it. Jordan took them lumps, okay, from the Pistons. Come on, Zeke didn't even get to play on the 92 Olympic squad because Jordan hated him so much. And what are you doing? You want to play with the guys that can beat you or have the guys play with you. You're supposed to be the man. No, sir. And speaking of not being a man, son, come on, son. Tory Lane's, you don't shoot no girl, my nigga. That's even, that's, that's, that's even worse. How you shoot Megan Thee Stallion? You was drunk. You was high. How do you shoot Megan Thee Stallion? And Megan Thee Stallion's homegirl, whose name I don't even know, how you fucking with the dude she fucking with? Like, y'all bitches is thirsty, B. That's your girl. Your girl's taking you around the world. You ain't never seen places that you see in. Now, because Megan took you there. She taking you around. You, you, you that thirsty for dick. You fucking a nigga and she fucking. And, and you're not even woman enough to tell her. She had to find out that night. That's why she jumped out the car. And that's why you're a has-been-ass bitch now. And she ain't fucking with you no more. She had to find out. This nigga being all key, key, key with Kylie Jenner. How y'all... Why all y'all want the same bitch anyway? Tori? You're a little ant-looking nigga anyway, son. So you should be happy Megan was giving you that whap. That whap might not work for y'all later, y'all. That wet-ass pussy, y'all is going crazy over that song. I don't think it's working out because Megan got shot and Cardi B lost her boyfriend. So maybe that whap is leading to yeast infections. I don't know. But maybe the whap ain't good enough. Maybe you don't know how to work the whap. I don't know. Maybe your head game is a little weak. I don't know. But let's get back to this Tory Lane's character. Don't shoot a girl, man. You know, you put the powder on your hand. Maybe, no, I'm only playing, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm not going there. It's, it's not cool to put your hands on a female. But shoot her? Meg? Is she the slap you? She had every right to. You dirty. And then make an album and, and try to go... In on people because they called you out. You try going on J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith is not a rapper. Go add another rapper or go play J.R. Smith and Ball. But see, that's what I'm talking about the pussification of the black man in America. If I'm not a rapper, don't go at me on a rap song knowing I can't come back at you as a rapper. Let's get on even ground. If you want to go at me, go at me on social media because I can come back at you on social media. But you're going to make a whole ass rap song. Put my name in it. Knowing I'm a ball player, I don't rap. So you're doing shit that you automatically have the advantage on. Pussy. Sorry. It's not how it works. Rappers should go at rappers. Drake and Meek went at it. Pusha T and Drake went at it. Kanye got caught in the sauce. For running his mouth, but those are all rappers. So they can battle it out on the mic. I'm not going to have a ball player talking about, yeah, I'll drop 40 on you. I'm not a ball player, so you're a pussy. 
Okay, if we decide to knuckle up, that's pretty even spread. But don't go rapping about me knowing that I can't rap back about you because you're a more popular rapper than I am. And plus, I don't rap at all. J.L. Smith don't rap. He might say a bar, but, you know, he ain't my boy from up there in Portland. Now, then he, he can rap for real. Him and Shaq went at it. That was even. Uh, what's his name? Lillard. Dame Lillard. Dame Ill. Damey Dame. He can rap for real. He's probably one of the better rappers in, in uh, sports I ever heard of in my life. Definitely better than Kobe, rest in peace. Definitely better than Allen Iverson. Definitely better than Shaquille O'Neal. Even though Shaq had some platinum joints. The B-side he did with the brat was fire. If you never heard it, you're too young, check it out. But still, don't, don't do shit like that. Man. That's just pussification, man. Pussification. Too much pussification is going on. Don't shoot Megan and Stallion. Come on, son. You lucky Megan and Stallion was even fucking with you. She was caught up in the hype from dealing, dealing with you anyway, son. You ain't, you know what I mean? She way taller than you. The heels on. She's still looking down at you, man. Come on. Megan, first of all, that's your fault, Megan. What you doing with that little nigga anyway, all right? You're a big woman. That's why they call you a Stallion. You, this wouldn't got you, like... One of them Tristan Thompson niggas or something like that. He ain't going to act right, but at least you got a bam, you know, Jimmy Butler or somebody. I, I could have respected that. This nigga? And he was cheating on you with, 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 um, with your homegirl? Who you brought around you in the first place? Make better choices. Make better choices. As I sit here at LAX Airport. And it happened here in L.A. Make better choices. Make better choices. Don't get me wrong. I did some bullshit in my life when it comes to women. I've made some bad choices when it comes to women. But as you grow and get older, you learn to make better choices. Anything that look good ain't good for you. It's my inspiration for y'all for for this podcast. Everything that looks good ain't good fucking for you. So stop playing yourself. You run around all, all of a sudden you all motherfucking worn out. Shit ain't gonna last forever. Worn out like an old porno bitch. Ah, oh, you don't wanna do porn now. Nah, I ain't, I ain't interested in you. I wanted the freaky bitch. Now you're older, you're trying to settle down with, with one nigga and niggas like, ah. No, I was kind of fantasizing about you when you were actually in the porno game. But you done, you did too many gangbangs and throat fucking and cuckolding, whatever that is, and vomiting on double P's and DP's and double penetrations. Nah, you trying to give it to me now? Negative. Not doing that. Don't want it. Okay, not feeling that. Got my come on, son, for this week coming up. Let's get it to it. Come on, son, for the Delta Sky Miles Club for not letting me in, son. I got like almost 100,000 points. Y'all ain't let me in that bitch in LAX because I ain't got no American Express card. Come on, son. I'm still not getting a fucking American Express card, okay? 
I will sit down here with the normal, everyday, beautiful people of Los Angeles and everywhere else across this country before I just go get an American Express card just so I can get in your fucking lounge. Fuck out of here, son. Not doing that. Come on, son. I thought I saw Joe Button in the fucking airport in Atlanta. I don't know where he was going, but I'm pretty sure it was Joe Button. And I went to the bathroom and ain't say nothing to the nigga. I don't have nothing against Joe Button. I don't know why. Because if it wasn't Joe Button, I would have felt stupid calling the nigga Joe Button. So since I wasn't exactly sure it was Joe Button or not, come on, son, to me for not speaking to Joe Button, if it was you, Joe Button, that I saw in the airport in ATL. I'm pretty sure it was you, but I'm not exactly sure it was you. So come on, son, to me for not saying what's up to Joe Button. Come on, son, to the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. Giants, I have been a fan of yours for a long time. Y'all know I'm a lifelong Giants fan. If you didn't know, now you know. If you don't know, now you know, you know. And y'all fucking suck. We are 0-4. About to be 0-5 in a minute. Our offensive coordinator is Jason fucking Garrett. I can't even tell you who the head coach is because he has no experience being head coach. We went and got a quarterback from Duke. What is Duke known for? Basketball. So why would you get a quarterback from Duke? Come on, son, to the fucking Giants for sucking. Come on, son, to the Cowboys. Y'all suck, too. You only won one game, and you're supposed to be America's team. And every time y'all do anything, everybody goes crazy about it. So come on, son, to you. Come on, son, to Roy Jones Jr. for even thinking about fighting Mike Tyson in the first place and then backing out of the fight and keep postponing what we know inevitably will be an ass-whipping for you, bro. Why did you even want to do this shit? Come on, son. Get the fuck out of here, Roy Jones, with that bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, come on, son. Goes to the President of the United States for fucking up the debate, over-talking, Joe Biden, and then getting COVID-19 and giving it to your wife, Melania, who, eh, she don't deserve that shit. And she definitely don't deserve to be married to somebody that looks like you. So come on, son, to that. Come on, son, to all of these chicks out here that think I'm giving you $20 a month for your OnlyFans page when there's an OnlyFans hack. Why would I pay for something I could get for free? And stop acting like you're any better than a fucking prostitute, Okay. And, and uh, Kylie Jenner's best friend, who's just talking about she got an OnlyFans page, but she ain't doing this, that, and the third. Come on, son. You will eventually. You will eventually. Because the dudes that go on the OnlyFans page and, and subscribe to it, we can get free booty on Instagram. We, we get free booty from the gram. We want to see the real freaky shit. That you're doing on OnlyFans or we're going to unsubscribe. Not us because I'm not on the OnlyFans page. But I might start my OnlyFans page because I got good looking knees. And I know there's people out there with knee fetishes. So come on, son. Don't come telling me you take any uh, great photographer. Nobody give a fuck about a great photographer on OnlyFans. We want to see you stick a cucumber in your anus. That's exactly what we want to see. So fuck out of here with that bullshit if you're not giving us what we want. Okay, come on, son, for there's not a trailer out yet for coming to America, too. What the fuck are y'all waiting for? It's supposed to come out in December. We want to see the trailer for coming to America, too. Well, maybe I didn't look hard enough to see if there is a trailer, but I haven't seen one. So fuck out of here with that bullshit for not putting out a trailer for coming to America, too. Come on, son. Goes to, again, the Delta Airlines. When I try to switch my flight to a 130 flight, y'all try to charge me $75 to get on a plane and then wasn't guaranteeing me a seat? I don't fucking ride, coach. I'm six foot four. I need the extra leg space. So, thusly, I'm sitting in this airport right now 
doing my podcast because I couldn't get on a 130 flight and I got to wait for a 345 flight. So come on, son. Goes again to fucking Delta Airlines for y'all fucking bullshit. I'm Ed Lover, man. This has been, come on, son, live from LAX. And I approve this message. I love y'all. Peace. Come on, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is being brought to you by Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. No, I'm only playing. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> nah. Y'all keep going first. Everything else will fall into place. We'll talk at y'all next week, man. Y'all know what it is. Come on, son. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.